0: Hello, Feel Good Friday, March 12th. You're going to like today's show, I think. It is a perfect vibe setter going into a weekend, don't you think, Ty?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's literally the definition of a Feel Good Friday.
0: The end of Master Week, and I do believe Master Week is going to have a little bit of a hangover into Monday and Tuesday because teams are still going to be able to make moves before the league year starts on Wednesday. We did break some, you know, show news today. About yeah. Unfortunate, really. The ESPN. You should stick around for that. I think you'll enjoy the announcement. It is ultimately big picture, good news for this particular office. This particular office. Yeah, yeah. I will miss our friends over there, though. Oh, yeah, without question. We kind of just gave away what the announcement is. Nope, nope. You have to listen to hear it. (laughs) All right, let's get to the show. There are some news happenings coming out of the NFL world. There's Cam Newton has signed back with the New England Patriots on a deal that's up to about $14 million, they are saying. One more year for Cam Newton as a New England Patriot. We'll talk about that a lot today, I'd assume, at some point. Tom E. Curran of NBC Sports Boston will be joining us to hear uh, what New Englanders think about this Cam Newton signing, because we have a Boston stooge in the studio, and I'm not sure his opinions reflect that of everybody else up there, but this seems like a good move. And seems like all Patriots fans are relatively thrilled with this decision because they didn't think Cam Newton had a chance to even win last year. Got there late, team had nobody, bunch of ops out, opt-outs. Now we got Cam Newton back. Will they build that team with the free agency money that they have that starts next week? I'll be excited to see. But if New England Patriots start to win again, you know what that means for all of us. Patriot fans are back. <laughs> and when yeah. Patriot fans are back, yeah. everybody in the sports world seems to be a little bit frustrated with it. We'll talk to Tommy Kernan in about 21 minutes about that whole happening. Tom Brady has restructured his contract, saving $19 million for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who just signed Devin White to a deal, and also they are making deals happen on a daily basis. I guess the cap guy down in Tampa Bay is an actual wizard. I talked to some people that have worked down there and have some thoughts down there, and they're like, wait till you see what this guy does. He's going to save $19 million with Tom. He's able to sign back Chris Godwin on the franchise. He'll do this with White, and wait until you see what he's doing. He's going to keep everybody down there and Including Shaq Barrett, somehow. Leonard Fournette probably going to make money somewhere. Good luck to him. He deserves it. Hell of a run. Maybe he goes back and we get a chance to really watch him continue to build in that Bruce Arians offense with Tom Brady, but it feels like a large majority of this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is going to be back, and they're even going to be able to make some more moves. They were just over the cap a day ago. Now they're very much under the cap. Speaking of the cap, this week, $182.5 million was the salary cap. That led to to what some people had predicted was going to happen, and something that we have really much not enjoyed, but have had to happen here. And hopefully today will be the last day of this. But we should look back on the week that was in the NFL for us, Masker Week. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! no, no, no. no, no. It all started with a tweet by an ESPN. Nope, sorry an employee that works at a worldwide leader Uh who happens to have the name of Diana Mm Russini. It all starts with a tweet from her that said she was talking to a coach... And he described next week as going to be a massacre with the salary cap, with players getting cut. And that was no lie. Cal Van Noy was released just hours after that tweet was put out. Then that continued in onslaught. The Saints started cutting everybody. Just this morning, they cut somebody to save money because these teams who had spent and spent and spent finally ran into their makers. Whenever you kick the can down the road and make deals bigger on the back end of contracts because you're expecting the salary cap to grow, so you're expecting your team to be in a much better place, and Uncle COVID comes through and drops an elbow like macho man Randy Savage. Uh Oh, yeah. Great impression. (laughs) They start firing people, cutting people, have to get under the salary cap. Names that we had never projected to be released from their teams this early were cut. We're hoping today is the last one, but it wasn't just football where players or people were cut. Jobs were ended. Careers potentially over. And it wasn't just because the salary cap. There was a couple other things that died this week too, huh? Oh, yeah. We're talking talking the internet uh, made them dead. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Burger King took a little trip in Massacre Week. Oh, no. Headline reads, Burger King apologizes for women belong in the kitchen tweet. Oh, no. Never want your company associated with that Burger King, potential victim of Massacre Week as well. When negativity starts to happen in the NFL, it oozes into other places. That's right. (laughs) Papa John's died again. Oh, Oh, no.
2: no. Again? Man.
0: This guy's a cat, might have nine lives. He died again this week. Headline reads, Papa John's former CEO says, he's been working to get rid of this N-word in my vocabulary for 20 months. Jeez. Bad guy. Oh, no.
1: Bad guy. Dead again. (laughs) That might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And listen, I vetted it. I, we were thinking, hey, maybe he's talking about like the association with his name. No, no, no. He's been trying for 20 months. And what, he did, just, did he have family he just,
0: members come out and say, you should have seen him nine months ago. Hey, yeah. uh, <laughs> Nine months ago, we would have never thought we'd be where we are right now. You should have seen him ten, mu- oh, 10 months ago. Wow. You think we would allow him to do an interview? No way. That thing was coming too hot. There was too much hate coming out. I've worked 20 months now. 20 months. There's been some ups. There's been some downs. There's been some relapses. But here I am 20 months after that thing. (laughs) Mm. Bad week for Papa John again when we didn't even know that was possible for him. No. Thought He was just kind of. Thought he was dead. Thought he was done. Dead. Dead again. He wasn't the only one, though, by the way. No. The Royals. The Royal family. Oh, Uh, geez. This happened. I don't know if you... Headline reads, Megan reveals concerns within Royal family about her baby's skin color. Never, never thought that headline would exist. That happened this week. Uh, Now, William, who is the brother-in-law of the person who told the story about her uh, baby's skin color potentially being questioned, he came out and said, Hey, listen, know what has been said out there? We are very much not racist. Not mm-hmm. racist at all. Not racist at all. Cleared it up. Don't ask any questions. Mm-hmm. They're potentially dead, <laughs> which nobody could have expected. Nope. Wait till you hear this one. Lenny Myers? What's... Uh, Myers uh, Lenny, Lenny Myers Lenny. This guy's dead. Oh, man. Lenny. Here's the headline. He big... Myers Leonard uses anti-Semitic slur during live stream. Can't do it.
1: Nope. Can't have it.
0: Massacre week did a lot of things. It exposed some terrible, exposed some terrible things. Oh, yeah. It got a lot of people that are just hardworking dudes trying to live their dream fired. Mm-hmm. Massacre week also exposed us to a terrible loss by West Virginia that potentially cost me $10,000 live in the middle of an interview with Jordan Poyer. So what I'm saying is, this is the last day of that week. So let's remember that as we go into the weekend. That when we go into next week, hey, it's money time. Baby. Yeah, come on. Things are going good. Right. Free agency's happening. Yeah. Money's getting paid to people. Woo. People are getting hired. Stadiums are going to be filled, I guess. How's yeah. that going to go? Oh, we don't know. Ooh. We're all going to win every single mm-hmm. bet in March. Mad- I mean, it's just, hey, this is the last day of Massacre Week. Let's go ahead and get through this. There will be more names released, I believe, during today's show. I feel like the Grim Reaper is going to come and go every Mm -hmm. once in a while because this is really the last work week, even though they'll work into the weekend, before the legal tampering period Mm -hmm. into free agency frenzy. There's a lot of salary cap situations that have to happen before the league year starts next Wednesday. So, look for things that happen today. Look for some conversations and hopefully we'll have some of your phone calls. one 888 Dog 6 and Rappaport will join us. And Buddha Baker, who was supposed to join us a couple days ago, will join us in the third hour. Nice. nice. Ah, if, he's not, if he's not working out. If he's not working, not working out. out. Mm-hmm. If he's not earning that highest paid safety paycheck that he does every single... We will hopefully talk to Buddha Baker. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't really been able to look this direction, okay? Because while I was speaking about Massacre Week doing my thing there... We have something absurd in this particular studio, okay? So,
1: Ty's here. What's up, Ty? Mm-hmm. Doing good. How you doing? Hey, I'm about, I'm about ready for Massacre Week to be over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. You know, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what the Packers are going to do here. The Saints are all of a sudden under the cap. Packers still need to restructure a few things. I want to know how much money we have going into free agency. But as Massacre Week comes to the end, you know, I'm I'm starting to divert my attention towards the Hawks. Who are flying high tonight at 9 p.m. Lucas Oil, baby. Lucas Oil. Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, this
0: team stinks. (laughs) No, 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 no. I I lost. Do you remember how much money I lost on this Hawkeye team whenever Ty would come in? What, the first 10 games of the season? (laughs) thousand. Hey, come on. Hey, hey, listen. Tonight... Hawks don't lose, baby That's what you used to say uh-huh. Tonight, Hawks Hawks flying high, baby I lost so much money On this thing. No, team. you uh-huh. did I lost yes. so you much did. money no, On this no, 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 I, I, We all did We all did We paid no, attention To Hawkeye basketball For the first time ever Because you were doing it Guess what was happening Money was just
1: Flushing out of the account <laughs> Well, if you've been Listening to me lately I believe the Hawks Have won seven of eight, so. Oh, so they yeah, got hot Yeah, exactly So they're hot At the right time They're the three seed In the Big Ten The best conference In the nation I mean, I'll tell you what I don't know what the, I, I believe. I got the Hawks at plus 1800 to go to the Final Four or the National Championship. I mean, I, I'm sure that's much lower now because they have been looking so damn good and soaring so high. But hey, maybe sprinkle that with West Virginia, you know, kind Stop of choking. That. That Ooh, I, I, don't I don't know. West Virginia yesterday, that was tough. By the way, shout out to Jordan Boyer,
0: handling himself like a professional. Yeah. I was. Watching $10,000 slip away after two pump fakes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Only (laughs) one. Just fucking shoot the thing, kid. You're a great shooter. And hopefully this moment will carry McNeil into the big dance. Yep. Where we're still probably a two seed, okay, because of how damn good we were all season. And hopefully that kid will just start letting them fly. And hopefully when he starts letting them fly, they start going in. Because if they're not going in, Huggins pulls his ass out and we don't get to see the kid shoot at all. And we need a three-point shooter on that squad. Bad. Culver's unbelievable. He had to get... Fucking IVs yesterday. Yeah, what's going on? Huh, what's going on? Huh? Do we not? Huh? We not got Beagle Light over there for yeah, the day? No kidding. Can we do something? They'll be back. Okay. And I'm betting on Iowa tonight again. Okay. So I'm talking. Where, about. How, how much are they favored by?
1: Uh, I believe as of right now, they are minus four against Wisconsin. Okay. That's no problem. I'll get we'll into that. I just
0: got into a minus nine thing for with Michigan because Connor told me it was a goddamn lock. Michigan Whoa. currently <laughs> down nine right now. We're oh. down 18 on this thing. Yeah. And you got no problem with this at all, huh? You just feel good. This is the thing about March Madness. We talked about this earlier in the week. It was, you know, scattered amongst Master Week conversation March Madness is classic. Bet on people you didn't even know exist. Then. That's right. Okay, mm-hmm. I hammered Georgia last night. Okay, live bet plus eleven and a half hammered them. You know why? Because I I remember they they got Tom Crean down <laughs> there. That's, right? that's right. Tom Crean, he's co- coach at the Hoosiers here. I ain't never seen Georgia play basketball. Not a one time. The fact that they were getting eleven and a half points. That early into the game means they probably stink as a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the first thing I remember, oh, Tom Crean there. I'm betting on him. If I see USC playing, I'm like, oh, Reggie Bush. He was so good. I'm betting on him. Yeah. You have no idea. who he, It is fantastic right now. It is a great time to be a sports fan. And it is a great time to be alive. And that leads to this. There is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, okay? Rape right before show starts. Moon man walks in here, a alleged, dressed up. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new uh, COVID cowboy, Tone Dick. What is that, dude? I'm sad, Pat. Why are you sad? So, like, <clears throat>
3: I always got the jujubees defending juju. Always you know, been great on the field. He danced on some logos, which bothered me and stuff like that, and, and danced during the, during the cadence of, of a playoff game when we were losing to a team that we've never lost to before. I get that. You defend the guy, you like the guy. But yesterday I said something along the lines that Juju – doesn't respect the blue-collar workers of Pittsburgh and the steel workers that built that city.
0: You did say that. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as you said that, we all said, whoa. Whoa.
4: Whoa, Whoa. Whoa.
3: And I just don't get it. I mean... Those same Jujubees love going to their brunches on Mount Washington and then taking the incline down to Chauncey's in the Strip.
0: A lot of inside Pittsburgh jokes (laughs) here. This will do well in Pittsburgh.
3: Having themselves a good time. You know, walk across a Clemente to a nice Buccos game. Who do you think built that bridge? The Steelworkers. You're damn right. And now those Jujubees are disparaging Steelworkers that built that great city. Are you kidding me? That built this great country. What? I never... In my 33 years on this planet, hmm. 27 of those years being in Pittsburgh, thought that I would have to defend the steel workers of Pittsburgh. But here you the are. The blue collar workers of Pittsburgh.
0: <laughs> Is the cowboy dead? <laughs> <laughs> but here we are, but. Bro, that thing, as you were talking, it was sliding
5: <laughs> the entire time.
0: Thank you, Connor. Oh the accent comes back. <laughs> it's just, just sad
3: it's just a sad day that we've been we've been divided yeah. between the Yeah, and the blue collar yeah. of Pittsburgh and we can't yep. it's just unbelievable. It is, isn't it? That <laughs> will come to an end soon. I hope when so when he leaves I, oh, a different team. Okay. Oh, sure. One sure. final we'll, dagger will go there. back.
0: So that's a bee suit there? Is that what you have on now? Yeah, it's a
3: beekeeper suit. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that a real one? Yeah, it's real. I walk outside right now, fuck with a bunch of bees if I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking whole mess of bees wouldn't bother me right now. Diggs
0: has been in a war on the internet. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is not his first battle with this particular uh, army that he is going against, the Juju Bees, the Juju Smith-Schuster fans. Because Diggs, even though... I'm not sure that everybody that is his size, shape, age, and build would fall on the old-school fans-like team in this entire thing about Juju. But Diggs has become the mouthpiece, basically, one of the mouthpieces. Now, listen, we know Mark Madden is definitely in there as well. But <laughs> oh, yeah. He goes mouth- out
3: a different way. Now,
0: Diggs feels as if he is actually one of the mouthpieces, though, of those steelworkers and Hell of yeah. those. Yeah. And Diggs, uh, not just them, by the way. I, I'm not saying, believe me, Diggs might say it right now, but... Diggs did not start this as a voice for the steel workers. Okay. No, Damn. no.
3: Yeah, you did. You no, did. My father, <laughs> blue collar, water authority, municipal worker. Okay? <laughs> okay. Your father, blue collar, truck driver. Damn it. Right. I mean, 95% of that city is blue collar. Okay. okay.
0: And that's who you were speaking for. And then
3: there's the hospitals, which blue collar in my book. <laughs> blue right. collar city. Hey, front line. I just don't understand what's happened.
0: Anyways, so he represented those <laughs> yeah, people right. that hated Juju's antics. And Juju has his fans, followers, obviously. He has a massive brand, and he's a good football player who puts up good numbers for the Steelers. There's been a war, a real war. And this is not Diggs' first time, but this is the first time that he decided to bring in a prop. Mm-hmm. And I want to let you know, Diggs, I appreciate what you did.
2: I just
3: wanted – felt there was no way – because people thought I was kidding on the internet – And I thought this beekeeper suit would, hey, I'm real. Like, this is a real battle. You're right. You're right. Okay. Hey, you're right. You are real. Hey, you are real. Serious as serious can be.
0: Yeah, dude. That beekeeper suit, you know, helps you in this thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, well, good luck. Are you wearing that all day or just until the battle ends? We'll see. Are you currently in a battle right now? Yeah. What is it? Just tweets back and forth. Do you ever do research on the Juju Do you go into their profile, try to look through previous posts of them, find photos of them, see a lot what they're—lot of filters. You do that, yeah. A lot of filters. Mm. Oh, so on you're there. saying, so you're saying they're fake, actually? Because they're questioning your authenticity and a your first lot. things like a <laughs> lot of filters over there. Yeah, <laughs> a
3: lot of filters, Pat.
0: What is it? Just gamers that mostly hate you? Who is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm trying to protect the city, bro. There was a Steelers blog this morning. That just quotation marks, wrote out a quote, and then put dash, basically, Mm -hmm. this guy. And it was basically, Diggs says, Juju's the worst human on earth. And it it has become quite a day for Diggs on the internet. Have you guys seen his internet? Oh, yeah. He needs that, too. I ordered
3: a frame of that tweet. It's going to be hanging in my fucking office. Oh, you should sell it.
0: NFT. Yes. Yeah, you should think about it. People are selling tweets now. Something to think about. Feel Good Friday here. Let's go to Brian in North Carolina. What's going on, Brian?
3: Hmm. Brian. How's it going, Pat and the wow. boys? Happy Feel Good Friday.
0: Hey, happy Feel Good Friday to you as well, Brian. Um, where are you in North Carolina?
3: I'm, I'm from uh, Newburgh, North Carolina on the East Coast, down by the the beautiful Atlantic Ocean.
0: Oh, okay. Out there by the Atlantic Ocean. There's sharks out there, right? You got a lot of sharks out there? Yeah, there is.
3: You got to be gotta be careful. got to be on your toes.
0: I was, on, I was at a beach once in Carolina for a wedding, and uh, I was out there, you know, feeling the waves, probably just pissing, to be honest with you. Yep. And yeah, there was people yelling on the uh, shore to get in, mm-hmm. you know, so we go running in. Shocks just swimming Man. along. Shocks, uh, shocks, like actual good-sized shocks just swimming around. No thanks. can't fuck with the real oceans over there. No. No way. Can't do it. They got real things in there that will really kill you in there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, It'll watch yourself. It. Don't throw, don't go out in the Shark Week, Brian. What do you want to talk about, pal?
2: Oh, All whites, boys, by the though, way, on Shark a, Week. I got
3: a quick question yeah. for you. Hmm. Why, yeah. When you're watching an NFL game, why, mm-hmm. does, why do they always talk about the defense being tired and not the offense? They're running the same amount of plays.
0: Substitutions.
3: Why why is the Mm -hmm. offense not
0: tired? So, Brian, it's substitution reasons. Um, So, obviously, once the offense subs, the defense is allowed to sub as well, and that's why they stand over the ball and everything like that for that entire thing. But a lot of your key positions, corner, safety, Linebacker, Those guys, you will add a corner in, drop out one linebacker, but a lot of the guys, core guys, are in all your packages strictly because you don't have a lot of guys that are at that athletic ability that can keep up with wide receivers. So whenever they talk about people getting tired, and I might not be the perfect person to ask, we'll follow up with A.J. Hawk in the third hour who has actually lived it, but I think the thing is the key guys you can't take out. So while the offense is... Now, the offensive linemen, you talk about offensive linemen being dead-ass tired. There is that conversation to be had, but at skill positions, aside from quarterback, normally they're the kind of come and go type situation. You learn about wide receivers who have like 98% of the reps or something like that. And that is always, by the way, highly appraised. Like, look at that. They did 98%. That's insane because they're running goes and all that shit. And then if you look at most of the corners in the league who are running alongside of them and then they have to get back up, they're up there as well. So it's, it's very impressive. I can never do it, obviously. Wide receivers, every single practice is a track meet, though. So they get it day-to-day worse than the corners, I think. But in the games, those corners, safeties, they just got to run all day. And you got to react. And if you get beat one time, it's potentially game over and you're the worst.
1: Still, and stuff to come up and play the run too and you know, mix yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, and, and then everything. people
0: go after corners who don't tackle that call. Like, oh, he won't tackle or whatever. It's like, man, if I had to run five miles a game yeah. and this guy is what? Seventy pounds heavier than me, maybe I will just this is my guy. Okay, he's not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. You see, they call it, you know, like brother in law. Yeah. You know, hey, don't brother in law out there or whatever. It'd be very hard not to. Like, there's been a couple guys after I've made a few tackles where they run up to me and you see them like uh, on kickoff returns, where they're looking at me, and you can see they're like, are we blocking or are we? We're are good, you, we're good, we're good, we're good. Are you trying? Yeah. <laughs> we're good, we're good, we're good. Yeah, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. We're good, we're good, we're good. That's why, you know, I believe, I forget his name, the guy from Denver. He's a good dude, hilarious dude. I've had interactions with him on the Internet since then. The guy who's was supposed to block me on the Jacob trip. Tammy. No, wasn't Jacob Tamme. It it's another guy, but knew Jacob Tammy. He was a tight end. Oh, I should know his name. I am a bad person for this. He's a really good dude. Anyways, at the end of my tackle against Trendon Holiday, you see him on film go like this, because I do believe I broke a very much unwritten rule where I think I set up potentially that we are, we're good, we're good, we're good. <laughs> and then I hit a spin move on. <laughs> Got him. It was maybe the most athletic thing I've ever done, which is kind of fucked up now. You know, hindsight, and I think, That is what his and I interactions have been since then. So I kind of broke that code, I think.
2: Yeah, but you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: I mean, that's what everybody says. But then you're kind of ruining the brother in law thing where there is some agreements that are made on field by people. So like for instance, the next two years after that, there was people coming to try to kill me. (laughs) You know, so there's a lot of oh my god. A lot (laughs) of oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so we're not. We're not. And then like a backwards run, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, we're you got me. Okay, because you see linebackers take blocks on and then just mm-hmm. shed them. Mm-hmm. I tried that a couple times. How'd it go? It just it doesn't work out like it looks like it it should. You know uh. what I mean? Because you got to like really you got to punch like and then move and then sh- it's a violent thing. I tried to do it one time. I thought I broke like my finger. <laughs> <laughs> like one down is like whole jersey didn't move anywhere, but I broke that rule. <laughs> Joining us now is a man that's in the game with the NFL. (laughs) Literally works for the NFL insider, host of Rap Sheet and Friends, ladies and gentlemen, Ian Up. What's going on, Ian? What's going on? Well, Ian, yesterday during this show... I lost $10,000 in West Virginia, lost live while talking to Jordan Poyer. Now, I bet nowhere near that amount of money on Michigan because I knew beforehand that Foxy was betting alongside of us. That game might end at some point here. I might have a reaction. I am listening to what you're saying because I have a lot going on in your world that I need to know. So I might be distracted is what I'm saying.
6: Yeah, I mean, this sounds like when I'm – talking to my wife and she suddenly looks down and she's going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, what do you think? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, you have no idea what I said, right? I'll, hey, She goes, I'm sorry,
0: what's up? Hey, then, now, hey, that's a moment on the other side, though, by the way, with your wife. If you look down at your whoa, phone. Whoa, whoa. No, no, no. I've never done that. Well, I'm saying, with, my, <laughs> I have, okay, obviously, with, um, with my wife. And I'll look down at my phone for something, something will happen, and she'll be speaking. We're in a conversation. When she gives the, what was that? And then, if you don't get it right, like, I feel like that is like a real I feel like that's a real test, you know, like that's a real moment there where your brain like, okay, okay, if we don't get this right, like, can't do this because you are disrespecting your wife then at this point. So then it's like, get this right, can also maintain potential things that have to happen right now. Let's go ahead and really think about this. And it's like, I agree with what you're thinking about insert name of object you're talking Tell me more, right. you know, and then just go in there. It's like, it's a, that's a big deal. You're That's not happening here, though, Ian, okay? I'm dialed in. Sure. We're in the middle, at Let's the see. end, I'm sorry, we're at the end of Massacre Week here. A lot of players getting cut, restructuring of contracts, everything, have we missed anything today? What do you think are, is, is potential moves that we should look for here? Seems like a lot's getting done on this Business Week Friday.
6: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems like, this is sort of the, I hate the word calm before the storm because it's actually pretty busy, but it's everyone's getting their house in order, right? So you're seeing a couple players cut, a couple teams are redoing contracts to get some cap space, like Tom Brady signed a new contract this morning in his seven jersey and then said he wants to win eight. Awesome. But then he would have to get a new sweatshirt, but whatever. Awesome. So he got his thing done. Patriots get Cam Newton done. Uh, it's everyone just kind of setting themselves up for free agency and making sure – that their house is in order. There's a couple more things that'll probably be uh, happening later today, um, but I think we, you know, we Who? got the most of it. We do. Who? Oh, just you know, it's not you. It's not a big deal. Wh- how long are you guys on till? Three. It uh, could happen before then. Oh, oh yeah. come on! But you'll be like, but you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's a thing, kind of.
0: Um. Well, I'll tell you what. There's been a couple things that you have done that too, where we've gone that. That's not a thing. I, I, I think, it, but then there's right. been some where you've gone, and we're like, oh, that's a thing. Okay. Do you think? What is the reaction? You think? Do you think it'll be above our massive disappointment we've had for you before, yeah. or the it will be above yeah, that? Because it's a re- no, it's a
6: real thing. It's a it's a real thing. I don't think you'll be disappointed in my reporting. I think you'll be like. Okay, like he mentioned something, and this is something. How do you? There's have gonna to, be a lot. There's gonna be a lot of somethings the next week or so. This will be one of those somethings.
0: Okay, at what point do they have to have all the somethings done so that they're like? At what point do they have to be below the salary cap? Because there's a, all these accounts that have an active total on what the salary cap is and what it could be. And uh, we know one eighty-two and a half million, but with other teams and everything like that, when do they have to be under? And how do we know? What, like can we get a, a, a like a like a victory trophy maybe for some of these teams whenever they get yeah. under there, like congratulations on figuring it out, even though you had to cut half your roster.
6: I mean, when the Saints do it, I think everyone will be like, all right, like great job. Uh, you that play will, be, your entire that team will be a moment. Wow! That be wow. Um, they got to be under by the start of the league year. No one's ever over because everyone does it. Um, and I, you know, every year I kind of wonder how much to actually care about this because it always gets done. Um, but restructures do matter because it gives you less space in the future, and it means you can't do as much in, you know, this year and maybe next year in free agency. So, like, it does matter. It's not like the salary cap is fake um, because at some point the credit card bill becomes due. So uh, so I do pay attention to it, but there's a lot of inside baseball stuff that's going on now that I think most fans are kind of like, all right, can you just tell me who I'm signing?
0: Uh, bingo. The inside baseball things I think are – Uh, what we're seeing happen with these voidable years and everything like that. I was in the league. I've been franchise tag, signed a deal, everything like that. I I feel like I was pretty relatively in on what contracts could look like with escalators and all that shit. I have no idea what these voidable years are. What, what is this and how does this go again? Is this just them kicking it down the road and are they, are they inevitably going to have to fix it? For instance, Tom Brady has like three voidable years at the end, right. but his salary cap number drops $19 million because they just move it to then. How does that whole thing work and has this always been around? It's been around. It hasn't been necessary for most teams. Like The
6: Saints have always done it. But it's basically you sort of kick the can down the road for a couple of years. So here's what the Bucks did in my simplest way I could possibly explain it. They extended Tom Brady one year. So that means he's under contract for two years now total. They added three voidable years at the end, which are five years. But the three years are literally fake. They don't exist. He will never play under that contract for those three years. Then they gave him a signing bonus. They so spread the signing bonus out over the five years, even though the three years are fake you could still count it for salary cap purposes. So you spread the salary cap over and you lower his cap drastically. Wow. This year, I think they saved almost $20 million against the cap. Eventually they're going to have to settle that up essentially. And it's like running a bar tab, like I'm sure you did in college um and probably right now mm-hmm. when people whenever people go to bars at some point you got pay and at some point the bucks will but it's not going to be right now
0: so voidable years those last three on the end there's a lot of people doing that right now if tom was to i'm not saying he's going to okay i hope he plays for another 10 years but let's just say for the sake of this conversation if okay. tom was to retire after these two years would those three void, uh, voidable years that are against the salary cap still maintain would they, would they still have to pay that money against the would that be dead money then yeah,
6: they would. that would be dead money, but the Bucks are smart and teams are sort of really getting into this. So what they would do is they would reach a deal with Brady, kind of like the Saints did with Drew Brees, where you reduce your salary, you add years to the contract, and then you spread the cap hit over several years. So they would do something contract-wise with a player who's retiring to make sure that the cap hit doesn't all come at once
0: that's inch. hey that's that's salary cap people diving
6: deep into the mm-hmm. rules huh that's what they're doing there yeah i mean these are the kind of things that when i try to explain it i always mess it up but i think i may have gotten it right
5: got
0: ian ian did ask for a round of applause there yeah. which yeah. we do appreciate because you do that was made me yeah. understand it and i had no idea what was going on with these voidable years so hey good job ian. yeah Girl, that was awesome. Out. That was really, yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> Diggs. Hi, Ian. Um, I'm looking at
3: your
6: Twitter what right now. What is here. happening right now? I'm sorry to interrupt. Why do you look like that?
3: Well, it's a beekeeper <laughs> suit, Ian, um, because the fans of Juju Smith-Schuster are the Juju Bees, um, and they were attacking me, so I had to buy a beekeeper <laughs> suit. Makes pretty much, makes a lot of sense if you think about it.
6: Yeah, I- I'm with you. I think it's, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't, just have one but i guess the fact that you got one means now you. yeah do
0: good call yeah, i mean it got here relatively quick though i think after yeah. hearing the stories and we do have a beehive on the next property Correct. we are moving to so mm-hmm. this will be used on more than one occasion and this is not his first battle with the juju bees he has been oh. here before which i believe right. is going to lead to this question yes
3: i saw what, what, what do we got yeah. on your twitter yesterday not likely but Possible, in the reference to Juju Smith-Schuster coming back to the Pittsburgh Steelers, when you say possible, that's like, what, 1-2%, right?
6: It's not, yeah. I mean, I would say like 10%. So okay. they could do it, but they would have to do some cap gymnastics. I just, I cap imagine gymnastics. he will have a better opportunity <laughs> oh somewhere. God. And I just, it doesn't feel likely. Um, no one's. I mean, they're st- they're talking. The Steelers are trying. It's just when a player is going to have such a good market somewhere else, team doesn't feel like they can resign. But Juju's actually really interesting because you know, obviously he's very talented. He's one of the top receivers, but he's kind of been like up and down the last couple years. I wonder if he takes like a really strong one-year deal oh. and says, you know what, I'm not going to lock myself in on three for thirty-three. Let's just that's a fake number. But let's just say three for thirty-three. I'm not going to lock myself in. I'll take one for 10 and then go make 16 a year the following year.
0: Yeah, proven deal. Like be...
6: I, I could see a one-year deal coming. That'd be interesting.
0: And by the way, is a good businessman. He knows that if he has his best year at a new place, if he wants to go to a new place, he yeah, will get sure. paid much more than potentially right now coming off the season that was for him. Even though he had a great year, it's not the numbers that, you know, I think some teams would give if he was to have a great year next year. Uh, Connor, go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, is for the Patriots signing Cam Newton, is that going to attract guys like Galladay and Hunter Henry and Will Fuller, like the top-tier free agents? And also, quick follow-up, on NFL Network, you always have your light on, but when you come on this show for yeah, some don't. reason, you don't yeah, have don't. your light on and you need night vision goggles to so see you. Why so, yeah, is what's that?
0: the deal? Is that because you want to turn yeah. our lights off? You want to make our, okay, our no, lights go out of business? He he you want us to have to pay electricity bills and, and kind of turn our lights he off? Dude, is that res- what come on.
6: A little respect. I was actually annoyed when, I, when so they put, first put these lights in, and, and you know they're on all the time. And I'm like, oh, this is going to kill my electricity bills. And I actually look, and it affects it almost zero. Uh Um, Really? No. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So, usually, when I'm I'm on TV, the lights are on, okay? Uh And in order to turn them on when I'm not on TV, like today, I'm not on TV. I'm just making phone calls. Um, I have to call our control room and say, Hey, can you turn my lights off? Oh, okay. I forgot um, to turn my lights on today. How or, is that, that even is,
0: possible? What? How is that even that, possible? That, yeah. That's that is real. on me. That's and I not know real. you know people That's would say real.
6: like, <laughs> Hey, you know, why didn't you get the you know, you didn't get a reminder from the McAvee show or you know, Andrew Howard didn't let you know. I'm not gonna blame anyone else. <laughs> You know, this is—I would say this is on me.
0: Get a light switch. <laughs> sure, it sounded like you're uh, blaming a lot of people there. You know what I mean? Really no, I like see, this
6: one's definitely on me.
0: No, uh, this what we're gonna do. We're gonna send a social light over there with oh, them. We go. Ooh, one perfect. of them things. Yeah. And by the way, we'll get you one that you can turn on yourself. It's just one of those. Yeah. You just hit a little button. We'll do that for because you do a lot for our show. You do a lot for our show. Mm-hmm. We do enjoy it a lot. Now you don't give us the breaks that you have. You know what I mean? Because obviously the NFL and NFL Network. Uh, I got it saved in my phone right here, though. I have a question. How, how long are you holding on to this? How do you, you don't think somebody else is potentially going to break it? Or is there only a certain time you're allowed to break it? What, how's this go? Whatever it is has to be
6: completed before it is reported. Ooh, so in my phone, they're like, oh. you know, I have like 15 things that are pending that I may never break or I may or whatever. Just you want to be ready. You don't want to like misspell like Tom Blady. Or something when his contract breaks yeah you don't want to do that Mm -mm. um and then everyone's like l wrong and then you know the the responses are bad you don't want that anyway the cam newton question um yeah true i don't it's, (laughs) it's interesting it's definitely something it's not it's a relatively low deal for cam newton it's more like five or six million and then the upside is a lot um heavy on incentives it doesn't preclude them from doing anything So what it does to me is it says, all right, they're probably not going to trade for Jimmy G. They're probably not going to sign Marcus Mariota, but could they draft someone? Like, absolutely. I think they, I think drafting someone is very possible. It basically sets them up for free agency and says, we now have a quarterback. Is it going to attract top tier free agents? Like, I don't know, because obviously last year was not great for Cam, especially after COVID, but at least it gives them the quarterback.
0: COVID was very early in the season, too. I mean, that was that was very, very early. I think another year in the system, maybe some more players, you know, with free agency, potential opt-outs coming back in after COVID season. Maybe New England will be able to do their thing. Good luck with the big news break. We appreciate your time, Ian. All
6: right. Good hanging hang with you guys. Pray for me this week. Goodbye. Oh, Tomorrow.
2: hey, hey. Yeah, pretty negative
0: week, huh? I mean – Let's just hope for some wins, okay? Let's hope for some. Wins. No, hold on. So, what? Like for instance, there was a screenshot of your tweet, and then insiders tweets, and you're at the bottom of that that screenshot. That's like for you. That's a goal. That's that's touchdown. Yeah, you want to be first. You so want to be first in the timeline. Those screenshots are touchdowns, basically. Though, like that's like the that's the thing.
6: Yeah, yeah. Now, when you're, you know, I when you're seven seconds behind, that's the opposite touchdown, whatever, you know, it's a pick six, whatever.
0: Damn. So and by the thing. way, it shows that in those screenshots too. It's mm-hmm. like yep. 13 seconds ago, 47 seconds ago. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh, yeah. it is a God. matter
6: of seconds. In Like this. You turn your back and then you receive the text and you're like,
0: Oh, I didn't, no. I see
6: this text. that happens.
0: And then you put it out and you're seven seconds behind. Mm-hmm. And now you just lost the fucking game right there. Ugh. Oh no. Hey, Go out there and get some wins. there's yeah. going hey, yeah. to be a lot of at bats, okay, Ian? There's going to be a lot of at bats next week. Let's go ahead and swing that thing. Come on, Ian. You
6: being a lefty is still so weird to me. All right, bye,
0: guys. <laughs> See you, dude. Yeah. Bye, Ian. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. Most guys have tried a lot of different ways to, you know, try to last a little bit longer yeah. when making love. Oh, yeah. Think about your baseball team. That's a boring sport. That'll turn me off, right? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you start listing off cities and states. Maybe you start doing the alphabet backwards. Whatever you end up doing, you need to not do it anymore. Knock it off. None of it's going to work. Uh-uh. Okay? Before the time you get to the the shortstop, it's already happened. All right? That's right. What you need is a real tag team partner whenever you're going in there. And our friends at Roman created just that with Roman Swipes. Roman Swipes are a swipe that comes in a discreet, unmarked package uh, that shows up at your door. Then it's in a tiny little packet that you put in your pocket, small enough to fit in your wallet. Then, right before it's time to make some love, right before it is time to go ahead and try to procreate, mm-hmm. maybe. Whenever it's time to go and put on a show, uh, you go ahead and go ahead and rub the swipe on. Uh, it'll it'll dry. It'll not transferred to your partner at all, nope. and then you just have the time of your life. Yeah. GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. Jesus. That's GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. No spaces. Uh, and you can get your first month of swipes for just $5 when you choose a monthly plan. Alright. Shout out to Roman. Shout out to you. Shout out to GetRoman.com forward slash Pat McAfee. Uh, joining us now is a man who I assume has Broken many a rule in his particular field. Mm-hmm. An outlaw, a maverick, a rebel amongst average. Ladies and gentlemen, NBC Sports Boston's own, Tommy Kirk. Yeah. That's right. hey. That's Bit,
7: of <laughs> Bit of a renegade.
0: I like that. As you have family right across your head, right there on the wall <laughs> behind the mirror, you're 100%. Good point. Yeah, you're a loyal renegade. Uh, appreciate you joining us, Tom. We love whenever you come on, pal.
7: Thanks, man. How's How's it going? I've been enjoying all your content this this offseason, too. I think you guys are doing an unbelievable job. I especially liked your recitation of facts on why the Internet hit you at the right time and you hit the Internet at the right time. I thought that was fascinating because there's been a few little nooks and crannies to fit into over the last 20 years into the Internet. But you're exactly right. This is one that people of your particular age group, which I'm not in, you hit it at the right spot. I think it was smart.
0: Well, Tom, I appreciate that. He's referring to the 10 questions episode I did with Kyle Brandt where I elaborated a little bit about the decision on retiring and how I viewed the Internet as like a modern-day gold rush at the time. And right now it is. I think a couple years ago it was, and that definitely factored into my decision. And then, obviously, whenever you learn from Dave and Erica and everybody over there about what's going on, it's quite it's quite helpful. But, yeah, I appreciate you. I, I mean, I'm a dumbass. I am a dumbass. But if something starts looking like the universe is telling me something, I will listen, which also makes me a dumbass, but it has worked out thus far. Tom, let's talk about... Uh, the universe let's talk about bill belichick let's talk about cam newton let's talk about your i heard you were calling for bill belichick to come talk to the media is that right you were you were like hey we need to talk to bill was that what you you go outside and go hey we need bill out here the the contention was this okay Okay. pretending that this is business
7: as usual after a seven and nine season the first year without tom brady here and pretending that i can give everybody the high hat and i don't have to go show up and talk to anybody that is whistling past the graveyard if you're robert kraft and you have a four billion dollar company you probably want to be able to give the advertisers and the fans and the season ticket holders a little bit of an idea that you have a plan in place. Now, if Bill doesn't want to do that and can say, the only reason, Robert, you have a $4 billion company is because of me. So thank you very much. You want to stand up and talk to these nitwits, you can. But the general take that I was putting out there was if we could just have an open forum and dialogue on this. And you could say, yeah, I screwed up. Maybe I should have kept Brady. I, you know, I didn't think he was going to be this <laughs>
0: good. <laughs> then we're fine. <laughs> There's no way that'll happen, right? Even if he comes out. Now, I, I think the world only gets to see his post-game press conferences, right? That's what you guys now that have Patriots access, media access – I would assume you're you're you got access to the building every day, right? Daily, you're in there. How how often do you guys actually interact with Bill Belichick? And does he give you guys locally anything more than he gives the national audience post games?
7: Well, over 20 years, it's changed pretty drastically. Um, You know, he and I had a tremendous relationship, and it would be, you know, if I wanted to buttonhole him and ask him further questions after a press conference to to help me understand things, he would
5: absolutely do that. him.
7: I, but I still don't think that you know. I don't think he. We haven't been in the building. Um, I think my general coverage tenor in terms of saying that it's a mistake to move on from Brady and Belichick kind of pushed him out the door. He's not immune to hearing about those things, and at some point he just puts a line through the name. And I think there's a line through the name. So, but I've had a good relationship with him over the years. Um, Bro. And I'm lucky to have covered him, you know. But think of
0: Bill Belichick in that. We know his office, right? Because from those Tom Brady yeah. sit downs, we know what his office yeah. looks like. He has all that shit, right? There's a, think of the wall that just has like, who is on the, do not give them shit. <laughs> yeah. that That is awesome to think about. But the funny thing is, too, Pat, is
7: when you do have an opportunity to talk to him, <clears throat> I mean, basically, he shoots you exactly the way you would expect him to. And it's, what am I supposed to do? What, we, what, do, you, what do you think I'm going to do? I asked him one time about a player who was kind of threatening a holdout. And this is, what's he going to do, open a garage? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so...
7: That kind of
0: thing. So he, because all stories behind the scenes are like, you would love him. Everybody that's ever been around him told me like, hey, you would love Bill Belichick. Has good personality. I wonder why, and I'd assume he views it as a competitive advantage to give the media absolutely nothing. But I wonder why because when he's on that NFL Top 100 show with Rich Eisen, listening to him, like, the appreciation of the game and the history and the moments and everything like that, it's incredible. And you, Nick Saban interview and then the two Bills thing. Like, anytime you see him behind the scenes, he, he's awesome. And then in those press conferences, he just trolls at all times. And I, I respect it. I, I assume it sucks, though, to be a media person that has to cover it.
7: Eh, it sucks. You understand the dance. It becomes dance. you know negligible returns. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of it is that he takes it as, you know, whatever I say, you're going to contort anyway. So
0: why right. would I give you people? Yeah, hey, now that we're in the business, he's right. Over the, over yeah. the
7: course of the year, um, Friday press conferences, Monday, you know, postscripts, things like that, you know. I would say that he is probably 60% better than most people think that he is. He was good this year, generally speaking.
0: Now, hey, now, now, why do you think that was? Cause he was always very complimentary of Cam Newton. Now they're bringing back Cam Newton. He was raving about Cam Newton. Do you think that's because he understood how the team was going to be last year? Do you think with this money he has now, Cam Newton coming back, he's at the point where he did not enjoy last. Year? Like, what do you, th- where do you think he is yeah. with everything right now?
7: Yeah. Let's, let's flip straight to the cam stuff and, and talk about that. It's, to me, when you look at it, he needed to re-sign Cam so that when Wednesday comes along and Curtis Samuel or Corey Davis or Jesse James, name whatever receiver, says, who do you guys have playing quarterback? They're not just looking at an empty chair. He can say, well, we got Cam Newton coming back. And, you know, He's on a reasonable contract. We're not done there yet, but we have Cam Newton. And you know Cam when he's at his best. And last year, he wasn't at his best for a variety of reasons. But you're part of the solution. And that's Mm -hmm. why we want you here. So I think that's the jumping off point. The second point is they do have an understanding that the guys that surrounded Brady in 2019 and that surrounded Cam in 2020 were not good. And they were even worse in 2020 because Edelman was hurt. So all of that entered into the Patriots saying, look, if he's going to come back on a modest contract, we need to have somebody sitting in that chair. Why not just bring him back and get some momentum?
0: Well, Andy said Bill Belichick was dope as shit Hell a couple yeah. weeks ago mm-hmm. on the I Am Athlete Podcast which I'm a big fan of Connor uh Uncle Tommy, uh, Tommy Kern here, do you have anything to say?
2: Absolutely, Tommy, you look great. Guns look amazing. Uh, you just listed some unbelievable free agents, but do you see anybody like Hunter Henry, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, any of those guys possibly coming to New England? See, this is how the whole
7: the whole conversation changes a little bit. I'm just wrapping up a cord. I don't know why I couldn't wait until the end of the show. but uh, <laughs> I... Uh, It changes the conversation. You know, five days ago, Albert Breer said, you know, no way Kenny Galladay is going to go to the Patriots was what he was having intimated to him. Maybe that changes. Look, he gets to New England. Cam gives him a goofy nickname. They start having (laughs) fun together. The next thing you know, you know, they're winning a couple of games. At least it changes the conversation. Maybe a Kenny Galladay is somewhat enamored of it. But I still think if you're a player who wants to win a Super Bowl, I don't think this is the place to come. Uh I think if you want to maybe be around the greatest coach that's ever done it and see how it works so that you can tell your kids, yeah, I, I know what this legend of the game of professional sports was like mm. and was in it, then you can do that. But I think the Patriots, to go 7-9 and nine last year with the players they had and the players that opted out, even if they improve, their talent is still kind of low. Oh. So the ceiling is you beat the hell – I know, I'm sorry. Oh, here's, geez. The, here's the thing. Tom. They're going to beat the hell out of the teams that they're on a level playing field with they're going to probably put a scare into and beat some of the teams that are a little bit more talented than them. But when they get up against the Ravens or who else? The Tennessees or, you know, teams like that. How about the Chiefs? The, you're talking Chiefs is what you're talking the about. The Kansas City Chiefs should be mentioned in this, yes. LAUGHTER <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be
0: overmatched. By the way, you said that, I think, coming out of training camp uh, this past season. or Yeah, I think it was this past season coming out of training camp. Connor was like, we're still going to be okay. We got mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. We're going to win 10 games. going to get in the playoffs right. and blah, blah, blah. It was like it sounded like Foxy with the Detroit yeah, Lions. Almost. And then, Tom, you literally said, I ain't having it, Connor. This team stinks. <laughs> Calvary, it's, it's, Calvary. Calvary's not coming around to better over <laughs> yeah. the hill. So,
7: I mean, yeah, Connor. I mean, look. <laughs> The best thing you can do right now is just start looking at the draft. I don't know if you want to – look, do whatever you can to get Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts and Cam Newton, that thing can oh, work together. Yeah. That's your tight end out of Florida. For those of you who are not draft Knicks at this point, oh, the and I'm going to wait a month before you start paying attention, you bring him aboard. Forget Trey Lance, 20 years old from Division Two.
1: Mm-hmm. Go get
7: Kyle Pitts. He's going to be an all-pro for about the next eight years straight. That's what I'm, that's what I'm selling. Partner. Hey,
0: you watch, you watch uh, Kyle Pitts play, and you go uh... – Says his name? Kyle? Pitts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kyle Trask was the quarterback yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. You watch that dude play, though, and you're like, hey, that's a guy. That's dude. an NFL guy right there. Okay, that, that guy right there is an NFL guy that's playing against college kids right now. He was hitting seam balls that he was just going. He, was, he has an incredible catch radius. And it's like, wow, perfect time to be a great tight end as well because – the entire NFL is set up for yep. the tight end. Even the Baltimore Ravens that don't do the offense that everybody else does, they kind of change their entire offense, uh, you know, one three tight end. They use a tight It's like everybody uses a tight end now. Great time to be that guy. He's going to be incredibly wealthy because he's an incredible tight end, I think. Ty, what do you have?
1: Tom, so you kind of just covered it right there, but do you think there's any way that the Patriots do potentially go after uh, a quarterback in the, fir- in the first round? Maybe not even necessarily the first round, but it's pretty clear that uh, – Stidham isn't the guy. So, what are they going to do? Are they looking post cam at all, or no?
7: You got to talk to Jordan Palmer. Do
1: you ever talk
0: to him? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we. Oh, hey, by the way, Jordan Palmer owes us a Carson Palmer yeah, bobblehead. Yeah, that's, that's right. right.
7: All right, because I talked to Jordan Palmer yesterday. Talk to him again.
0: Tell him he owes us a Carson Palmer bobblehead. I, Jordan Palmer has given us incredible breakdown on quarterbacks. But, yeah, write that down, please. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh,
7: but he was great on Stidham. Yeah, I think we're all kind of out on his performance where it said, you know, don't call us, we'll call you. But Jordan Palmer is basically saying he will pick up the phone, Jared Stidham, and say, don't forget about me. So you're right about that. I'm not predicting greatness for Jared Stidham because it's been so uneven. Greatness. But what would they do? The hard thing is to be where they are. I mean, do you want to take Mac Jones with a first-round pick and pass on a linebacker, a front seven player? The Patriots' front seven doesn't have anybody in it who scares you aside from Dante Hightower. They have free agents who are going to walk out the door. John Simon, perhaps Adam Butler, um, Lawrence Guy. Dietrich Weiss. These are not household names to begin with, but there's
2: Lawrence some Guy? No.
7: What? What just happened there? Back friend of me.
0: the show. Yeah. Do the show, not want Larry to lose Guy. Larry.
7: Oh, yeah, well, if who's Larry?
0: Lawrence oh. Guy. Yeah. Oh, Larry Guy. Yeah, Larry Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
7: no, Larry Guy's great. But He's a free agent. Somebody's going
2: to pay him. Oh, I didn't know. He's very good for him. He's going to get paid. Do you have a follow-up there? Yeah, well, uh, to the Kyle Pitts point, Tom, uh, how are we going to move up into the top 10 if we do? Are we going to trade Gilmore or another one of the young players you might have? Yeah, why is Gilmore always on the block? What's that all about?
7: Because he's making $7 million in salary in this coming year. It's the last year of his deal. He's... Good corners like Xavier Howard and Byron Jones and Darius Slay are making close to $18 million in salary. Gilmore's been a defensive player of the year. Mm. He's only 31, oh, so he's basically...
0: We're not,
1: underm-
7: not going to pay him. $12 million.
1: Yeah, they're so, saying
0: we're not going to pay him.
7: Right. And they want to get something back for him in the last year of his deal. So, so like, But to the answer paid, that question, how do you get up? I just don't think you want to get up. You have too many holes to be auctioning off first and second round picks so that you can go up and get Trey Lance. That's my contention. You just have nobody at outside wide receiver. You have no tight ends, and that includes the guys drafted last year. It's just
0: – Jeez, at least I got to do Don Key,
2: give me a break. Don. Of,
0: oh, my God. You did stop talking about him very quickly. Do you oh, yeah. remember oh, what he was yeah. saying he, about he, that guy? Really oh, yeah. for about two Tom, games. Tom, tomorrow. this is
7: – like a corpse. Do you know that? I shouldn't have put this light on.
0: <laughs> you said you look like a corpse?
7: Yeah, watch.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god, you do. Someone call PJ, hold on, you do, Can you do that one more time? I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a Jesus. dead man.
7: Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's he pretty... so he looks so natural.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tom, we appreciate you, man.
7: All right, boys. That's great. I love this friendship we've developed over the last few months.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty good. I, I mean, every time you come on here, you make you make yeah. us all laugh right? oh, yeah. relatively. You're you're a hilarious human. All
7: right, and you are too. I want to see if of the stand up. I really did enjoy that stuff about the, the internet. I'm gonna put on my glasses. Uh, uh, yeah. See you guys later. Right? <laughs>
0: all right, man. Hey, you know what, Tom? We'll see you later, too, pal. It would be great to have you. Good luck to the Patriots. It seems like you're saying doomsday. Your nephew here, Connor, is like, yeah. nah, it's going to be all bells and whistles, pal. Playoffs. Why, when are
7: you getting up here?
2: Uh, you know, I was last week, Tom. I actually knocked on your front door, but you didn't no, so. He's on the yeah. pontoon. Yeah. Oh.
0: Where are you from?
3: Worcester. Yeah, there you go.
7: All the big, he's out of the big woo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, is everybody in New England the same person?
7: Kind of funny, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There is a strand of DNA that you can absolutely sense from somebody within a few words. And you can almost pinpoint what part of the state they're from.
0: Say it. Say it. The area. Winchester? The revolution region is oh, something oh, that is, Connor said this the other day, because we, we started talking about people from New England or whatever, you know, and we got in this conversation and you actually came up in the conversation and then Connor just out of his mouth goes like, it's a revolution region, man. It was like, oh my God, that is, is that how it's referred? I was like, is that how it's referred to? No, but I think there is something about that area where it's like, you know, there is, it's like. Hey, we're a pretty badass group of people here. Now we're a gonna... pretty
7: argumentative group. Very, very, very argumentative.
0: Group. Yeah, we're going to blame everybody else a lot. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, we are going to deflect here pretty good. Now this is going to get pretty good.
7: Yep. See the other
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tommy Curry, the man. You thank you, The responses to the beekeeper suit on the internet oh. are next level uh obviously we have a man in a full beekeeper suit Mm -hmm. in tone digs because he is entrenched in battle with the juju bees Mm -hmm. over things that he said about juju smith schuster not respecting the steel workers that made pittsburgh (laughs) way to go digs proud of you bud. another man that would be very proud of what you're standing up for the blue collar people of pittsburgh digs uh a blue collar man himself who is Had a chance to taste the finer things in life because he has been paid, I think, $300, $400 million (laughs) in his entire career. Ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. How you doing,
5: man? How you doing, Diggs? You look good. Thank you, Paul.
0: Did you see him ask Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network and uh, employed by the NFL a question? I mean, it is, you know, there's a lot of dumb shit that pops off on this show. (laughs) Diggs in a B-suit. Talking to Ian Rappaport about free agency news breakings, maybe my favorite thing we've done thus far.
5: It, it was the reveal. Like, I, so I watched the the Rappaport and I, I didn't know that was the first time Diggs was introduced himself as the beekeeper. Like today, I th- I didn't no, realize no, it was the no, first no, time. Uh, no, AJ, oh no, 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 no. AJ. What?
3: It's been the whole show. It's whole show. AJ.
5: I know, but I'm saying, ah. I guess to Ian. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. oh.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, all
5: right. Obviously, Ian, but okay, so you, st- you kicked off the show. I didn't see the beginning. With You came out in that. Hey, just know this.
0: There was no ESPN people on the show today, AJ. No way. Why is that? New That's- mandate. Mm-hmm. New mandate.
2: They're not allowed on the show. Memo around the, the office. <laughs> they're not, <laughs> really? not allowed does- on the show.
0: <laughs> they're not allowed like, on the show.
2: Does, uh, does Ariel
0: count in that? I See, I don't wow. know. <laughs> they don't
2: really care about UFC. It's I nice.
0: don't know. That's an interesting thing. But, yeah, there's a... Uh, you know, there's we had some good wait, times with some of those. We did. wait, what t- sent to you teammates, friends, yeah. people that I've you know, yeah. known for years. Not allowed anymore, don't come. Can't do it. How, how'd you find out? I got a, a text and then a follow up call from somebody in some other field to allow me the information or whatever.
5: Man, so, I, so RIP to Orslovsky on this show. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that,
0: that is quite a bummer. I yep. want to let you know that yeah. I am not happy about that at all, but. He'll go on to do great things over there and we'll continue to probably, you know, just charge along. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It was a good era. You know what I mean? The every once in a while. Wait, what happened though? What did it it do? Did an employee say something wrong? No. No. No.
1: I mean, I can tell you.
0: Oh. No. Rex? Not Rex. Back room's missing it. Yeah. Could have had the Grim Reaper come up. Could have been Masker Week. Could have been the end of the Rex Ryan era on the show. Is yeah. over. Nope, nope, nope. We've come too far. But yeah, Rex is out, I guess. Mm. What about Greenberg? I, uh, know. I know. Greedy?
3: I assume that means you're not going on.
0: Well, now, yeah, do I have to? I guess I would because, I, I mean, I spent a million dollars traveling around the country working for that company. So I yeah. guess oh. I would have to. I guess I would have to just kind of maybe not not ever go in their thing okay. again too. Or lack huh? of
2: Both uh, ways. Lack of respect. Time to dig the Is that trenches. what I got to do, AJ? Is that you know? Cause oh, that's the day. jet. Wait. No. No. Oh, no. no. Oh, Shit. Joe, oh, No. Oh, oh, oh no.
0: Jets. Who are we gonna talk oh, about baseball Oh no, he missed it again. Could have done it again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sean Casey. Could have done it again right there. Still
3: got him. No, he's, yeah, um,
0: I don't want to throw you off. Uh, feel good Friday. Yeah. Feel Good Friday.
5: Anyways,
0: oh, Jet AJ. It's a, it was a tough morning with Jet passing, dude. Man, fuck,
5: you, no, I need to know what happened. Thank you Jetline,
0: you know what happened, <laughs> dude. This is what happens.
5: But no, like ESPN. They at least in the past, like they were their employees, like aren't didn't do a whole lot outside of the ESPN platform, whether it be one of their radio shows or whatever. So they've been doing more. I just wonder, what, is it just your show, or do they not want ESPN people on any I do believe
0: network? this particular show was single.
5: <laughs> yeah. I do believe. That's all right. It was a good run. Joining uh, us now, that?
0: Couldn't Can't imagine why. I will say that when this guest was originally scheduled to be on the show, and then he missed it, oh, he could have been <laughs> a guest alongside an ESPN that yeah. just came down this morning, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But now he's, he's back in the game. He's back on the show. We assume he was working out, getting better and better at football. The other day, when he missed his appearance here and made us look like absolute fucking
2: stooges.
0: Damn it! Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, absolute monster for the Arizona Cardinals, Bud Baker. Yeah.
2: yeah! What's going on?
0: It's good How? man. My bad. First and
4: foremost, yeah. my bad, man. Yeah. Like you said, I was working out. Yeah. I knew it, bro. That's I was I was in the backyard, and next thing you know, I get this weird FaceTime. And you know me, I don't really answer numbers that I don't know. <laughs> so I saw, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that is. It's <laughs>
0: Man, if we if we would have got you in the middle of a workout, by the way, like if we would have called back because the first time you didn't answer, we didn't know. We're like, oh, he's probably working out. If we were to call back and you were to answer, and he's sweating and breathing hard, it's like we knew it. That's all. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Is life just training, eating, hanging out? How are you? uh yes. How are you taking up your time? Your house looks beautiful, by the way. Congratulations, hey, congrats. Appreciate it. Appreciate
4: yeah. it. Yeah, like you said, you know, I went to Miami with the lady, chilled with her, you know. After that, kind of just got right back into the weight room and uh, started lifting, you know. So just been training and chilling at the
5: house. Buddha, we know uh, the whole J.J. Watt situation oh. happened. Uh, were you as surprised, as I guess, as the rest of us were, that he was signing with your team?
4: Yeah, I was very surprised. I was, I was very surprised, but very happy, you know, especially with Chandler Jones, one of the best pass rushers as well. So for me, I was very excited, you know, make my life a lot easier. For
0: sure hey are you working on uh maybe long-term speed a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucked up I should oh, not have said that Buddha yeah, you know, that-
4: I'm working on everything but you know my long-term speed I'm I'm a fast guy I know <laughs> hey, I know I'm a fast guy if you want to race me just let me know no.
0: <laughs> hey hey Sure. Have you I, seen the shoes I've been wearing, dude? You don't want any pieces of that, pal. <laughs> what are those, Skechers? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Buddha. Buddha. Yes. no. That's totally no. Yes.
4: No, those, hey, are, I can't see. It's blurry. That's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The no, you guys, you can see
0: very well. Buddha. You, <laughs> see, you can see great. Uh, Buddha, whenever you look at your team, adding J.J. Watt, and the owner said it's going to be a seismic shift of teams, and I think there, there's still some money to be used. What do you think it's going to be to get over there? Now, now, like, J.J. is obviously going to help. That is another weapon on the defensive line. The defense has, you know, great upside, especially with you flying around on every single play, killing somebody. How do you think Arizona Cardinals takes that next step? Do you think you need another piece? What do you think it is?
4: Oh, man, for me, it's, it's, um, we had a great team last year. And uh, I know this year with the organization we have, team is going to be even greater. And uh, my whole thing to last year is paying attention to that detail. Uh, we didn't pay attention to detail as good as we could have been, and that is why we had the record we had. But, you know, when it came to talent and players, we had the players. It was just a matter of paying attention to detail and taking it week by week and not focusing on the next week and focusing on the week ahead because, you know, like, each day isn't promised, right? So each day you're on that field isn't promised as well. So you want to make sure that you're thinking about that certain day or that certain game and not going ahead. So that's that's the thing that I feel like we're definitely going to work on and uh, definitely be a lot better this year.
5: Is that something that you can figure out in the moment, or do you have to, like, once the season's over, you've had some, some rough losses, you're, you look back and say, like, oh, these are the things I overlooked. I didn't even realize it.
4: Exactly. Once the season's over, you're like, man, you you know you watch film, you know, that next week, but you got to worry about the next week, right? So after the season, you go back, you watch all the film, you watch, you know, you know, all the stuff that you could have done better as a whole team. And you're just like, dang, man, like we deserve we deserve to be at this position. Um, So, you know, we're just going to put the work in. That's what I want to make sure our guys know. We're going to put the work in. We're going to compete. And we're, it's going to be a competition each and every day. And, you know, for me, being the leader that I am, one of the leaders on the team, I'm going to definitely emphasize we're going to be competing, paying attention to detail, taking it day by day. And, you know, sky's the limit for us.
0: Are you a vocal leader day to day or is it more like uh, show the way?
4: Exactly. I'm more like a show the way guy don't really talk much. Um, you know, when I talk, guys guys usually listen. But yeah, for yeah. me, I'm kind of lead by example type of guy. I've always been like that growing up and, you know, always growing up, the coaches would always tell me to talk. You know, when you talk, your, your words speak volume. And for me, I was just never... I'm never much about talking, you know. I'm kind of really about that action. Like <laughs> about that action, boss. So. Now,
0: leadership is an interesting thing though, you know, especially as you become uh by the way, earn the contract that you got and then obviously the name starts the recognition. So immediately upon anybody getting to the Cardinals, they know about Baker, you're in a position of leadership. Is it natural? Do you have to do you have to think about that like, hey, if I show up a little bit late, to something, or if I'm not the earliest person, like people will notice, like, is that something that you actually have to think about day to day? Or is it just like a, a natural thing? You understand that it comes with the territory
4: for me. I, I feel like it's always natural it came with the territory, even though, even ever since I was a freshman or, you know, uh, a rookie, you know, I've always had that mentality to, to be in there first and be out of there last and to put the work in because, you know, like my, um, my trainer back home would say, um, the grind. He, he, he always talks about grind and your mentality, and you're only going to get out what you put in. So each and every day, I try to get out what I put in and I put in the very best that I can each and every day. And I know that's going to make me better for sure.
0: Man, what was that quote? That was a good quote. You, what was the quote going to be? The grind. What, what, do we remember what the quote <laughs> could be? It was going to be a good quote. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I don't really. Uh... <laughs>
5: hey, we got. We got. It. We understand what you're talking the grind. about. The grind, you know. The grind.
4: The grind. The grind never stops, baby. Yeah,
5: that's right. speaking of, hey, Buddha. Speaking of that grind, you ever watch film or any kind of old footage from like the '70s, '80s, '90s, even early 2000s, and are jealous of what the DBs could do and how they could just decapitate people?
4: Oh man. For sure. That was definitely a crazy time. For me, I used to grow up watching LT uh, on YouTube. Of course, I probably wasn't born yet, but not Ladanian Thompson, but Lawrence Taylor, Taylor. Yeah, His whole mentality was crazy. He was a crazy dude. Um, and right before games, I would watch Lawrence Taylor highlights on YouTube <laughs> and just getting that mentality to, to know, not fear nobody. And to, uh, you know, I love the way he played the game because he he was always angry out there and <laughs> that's kind of how i am i'm i'm kind of a cool type of chill person off the football field but on the football field that that flip switches And I turn into a a little Tasmanian devil.
0: (laughs) I know know your mic'd ups are awesome. I believe last year you actually were screaming, I ain't scared of nobody or something after you did that thing. It's a magical moment there. Do you still have to watch highlights before the game? Do you listen to music? How do you get yourself from, you know, the dude before the phone booth and then Superman post phone booth? Like, what is that moment there to get you into the uh, psycho mindset, shall we say?
4: yeah i mean believe it or not um i like to walk, listen to r&b music oh, on the way to the game yeah. you know listen to some nice r&b yeah some maybe some nice smooth jazz get huh. my get my uh, my, my well, head yes. all straight uh, yeah. make sure i'm nice and mellow next thing you know when when we start um you know getting ready to work out that's when i start listening to my rap music here we go. start doing you know push-ups tricep <laughs> stuff we're getting in the trap now start <laughs> getting ready getting hype you know getting ready yeah, so yeah. and then once game time starts <laughs> all, exactly yeah, yeah. all my my r&b music chilled me down and now i'm about to, to rise again and it's game day, baby. It's time to go. And that is how I, how I play. <laughs> Was the
0: I'm sure we asked you this the last time you were on, but I don't remember your answer. How excited are you for potential crowds back in stadiums? Did that affect the defense a lot more, you think, than the offense, obviously? Uh, I mean,
4: yeah, you could say that. But then again, having no fans really showed kind of the skill, you know. It showed guys talking, showed guys, you know. Um, being able to talk <laughs> on defense, especially at home games, being at, in Arizona, in the indoor, it's so loud. But being quiet for the defense at home, I mean, it, it was definitely uh, one of those situations. We we kind of heard the offensive cadence better. Uh-huh. We heard what they were audibly into and all that type of stuff. So that was definitely uh, okay. But, you know, having fans is always what takes it up a notch you know you can only have so much um juice juice bring your own energy that's what we always talk about bring your own energy especially with no no fans on the field um they they had good music but hey i just can't wait till the fans are back
0: hey there are there are some stadiums that have terrible music by the way there there are and then you go to some stadium it's like oh this is a good hey here we go they should I hope they recognize that they got a good they got a good atmosphere in here. There are some bad DJs in they some There are some
2: bad DJs. What do you have, Kong? Yeah, Buddha, with the draft next month, are you going to tell your GM, like, hey, let's go get another pass rusher, let's get another corner to help me out a little bit, or are you just going to let uh, let them do their job?
0: Yeah, maybe write a letter. Yeah.
2: yeah. Write a letter yeah. to them, maybe. You Hand-readed?
4: know, I'm going to let them do, do their job. You know, <laughs> I can't say that's above my pay grade, but – for them you know I'm just letting them do their job I trust in all the you know Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell and Cliff Kingsbury you know they brought it brought in a guy like J.J. Watt the sky's the limit for us and I can't wait till this draft to see what young bucks we can bring in because you know even the young bucks from last year that whole D-line crew they're going they're going to be some killers so I'm definitely excited
5: hey how do you think J.J. Watt and Chandler are are going to complement each other on that D-line Oh man, it's
4: gonna be so fun! Just uh, you know, being on a team with Chandler for these four years and seeing his opposite—you know—outside pass rusher. It's always someone different, and to have a guy like JJ, well, a guy who has done it at a very high level, a guy who you know they're battling in sacks if you really want to like talk about it. So <laughs> they're just gonna be competing. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun. JJ, he's 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 a live talent. I can't wait He he's a vocal leader as well and I'm just very excited for them both to be on the field together
0: how's the locker room culture very good in there like JJ who is a vocal person like he comes in there he'll be very comfortable in there Huh? It's a, it, it, as long as you work obviously which mm-hmm. I would assume JJ what will, will do but like, <laughs> like the culture there is is a good one how huh? you guys feel like you got a like a winning culture in that locker room that's been built up over the last few years
4: I mean, it's definitely uh, built up for sure. This culture, um, the guys on the team last year were all great guys, guys that you can talk to. I could talk to the old line and I could talk to the long snappers. I could talk yeah. to the punters. Everybody had a very, you know, cool personality, and we just want to see each other win. So I'm just excited to, to bring in that competition and to just compete, you know, because I feel like last year um, we didn't really as compete as good as we could have. So this year is... Definitely focusing on competing and uh, just attention to detail.
0: Yeah, and if you guys do that, everybody will have one of your houses. Where where are we right now? Is this an outside patio? Oh no, nah, man, we're just we're just in my uh, my uh, oh. living room, family oh, room, this wow. oh. room. Right oh. oh, hey, good for you, man. Yeah,
4: hey, hey. That. yeah. Hey. you know.
0: That's awesome. Still
4: still working on getting the furniture in, but, you know, the COVID, all this stuff, it it takes a while. So I'm just chilling.
0: Hey, congratulations (laughs) on all the success. You earned it all. I hope the Cardinals go on to, you know, win a lot of games. I hope you get to enjoy the hell out of this run. We appreciate you every time you come on.
4: Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. And
0: my bad. I missed last. No, 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 no. No, you were working. Hey. We're a working, hey, we're a working mm-hmm. show. Yeah, we mm-hmm. are. Okay, we are all people <laughs> that show. work out here. We're a working show. We're pro working, so we knew you were out there getting it, dude.
4: Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all.
0: Are you putting a sure. field out there? Are you putting a field in the backyard? Oh man,
4: you know it's, it's 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 not big enough for a field, but you know I got I got a nice little 15 yards in me, and uh, <laughs> that's good, you know.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Buddha Baker. Yeah, <laughs> So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. users, FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, We are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. You know, uh, there was a little bit of a miscommunication last week between myself and FanDuel. We worked that out. That's kind of how things operate whenever you're in a business relationship with each other. But even if we weren't in a business relationship with FanDuel, it'd be hard to say that we wouldn't use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, We love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. Last night, by the way, we are getting a new bed. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, we're getting a new bed. Nice. Yeah, it's coming in like uh, 74 like a days. Mattress, a whole thing, oh, nice. frame. Yeah, six to eight, eight, eight months. months. Yeah, six to eight months.
3: <laughs> Here we go. I mean, you heard, you heard Buddha. They are... I ordered a couch in November. Still not here.
0: Yeah, logistics Damn. right now is potentially in some trouble with the state of the world. But from what I've been told, Fourth of July logistics will be able to gather in a small group. Yeah,
5: celebrate Independence. Um, AJ, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great. It's it's tough to not have a reaction every time the camera cuts to dicks. What do you mean? I know. We've kind of just <laughs> like he's got to. Is he? Are you warm? Like you can't be comfortable. That's actually very breathable. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's a good thing. He is, he's outrageous. And it did almost get to a point where we were just okay with it. Like we just look at him and like, oh yeah, that's digs now. But for the, we should let it be known that we understand this is a rather large uh, sports show and one of the people on it who is normally a part of the breaking news part of our show oh, yeah. is in a full fucking beekeeper <laughs> for <laughs> the entire show. I'm not sure he's ever taken it off. When are you planning on leaving that beekeeper? Probably at least all weekend until the bees die off. So this is. I
3: believe there's a cold front coming in.
0: Okay, so Ooh. so this is this is like your uniform. Like, are you going to come back with like maybe a uh, like a badge or a patch? Like you just won a battle, like some <laughs> sort of medal on your beekeeper suit.
3: I wasn't thinking about that, but. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you should, pal. No.
5: Oh no. <laughs> when did you make
2: this? <laughs> Oh, man, the bees are buzzing. Look like Juju's TikTok Let's dance. get some phone calls.
0: Hey, a lot of people are reacting to the ESPN news. I feel like this is just business. Like, I, I think I was. I, we had a chance to be at Barstool when a similar thing happened with Barstool and ESPN, where ESPN employees were no longer allowed to do any Barstool shows. And uh, so this had happened before. We, I assumed it would happen. Now, granted, I think we do – I don't know, man. I, I feel like I did a lot for ESPN there for – uh, hilarious amount of cash that they thought was okay to pay me for what I was doing for them. So, like, I feel like we had a great relationship. I like a lot of people over there. I feel like we, potentially, I'm not sure Dane or Shlovsky is viewed in the same manner he was before he started coming on this show or anything like that, but we kind of expected this to happen, understand it's business or whatever, and we'll just keep chugging along, and I'll text them, though, ESPN. I will text my friends. <laughs> so, gotcha. <Don't> you <laughs> know
5: that that's going to happen. <laughs> I wanna I just want to know like what would happen if you FaceTimed one of them during the show and it just happened to be on the show like you do with Ariel on yeah. your phone. Uh oh. Let's test it out. Here we go. You think he got the memo? Well, that's what we don't know. <laughs> Dan just
3: put out a nice gift and he says he misses you already. Dan knows.
0: Dan knows the deal. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, Dane Orshlovsky knows. He gets right. it. You're not allowed to be on here. Oh, you're geez. not allowed to be on here. Why'd you answer? Oh, is this, are we on air? Yes. I set you up. That's on me. I apologize. <laughs> so he did answer. So we
2: kind of... And then immediately stopped talking when he found out yeah. that he was on the air. So that's officially the last ESPN appearance right there. Okay. All right. There we go. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Everyone. We set him up for massive failure there. And I like him, but hey. Charges the game, baby. It's business, baby. Gotcha. He just texted me two times. He's probably not thrilled with what just happened there. What are you
2: doing? You just got me fired.
0: <laughs> he said, "Not cool." Come on, why are you doing that?
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't think you would answer. All right, let's do Dane now, too. All right, I'll call him <laughs> let's go. Do it. I, uh, um, let's
0: go to James and Tag. That was that was kind of fucked up, I guess, huh? You kind of wanted
5: me to do that, though. No, I, I didn't. I just you I mean, pushed come him on, now. to do it. AJ yeah. Ariel can't get in any kind of trouble for that happening. Well, if maybe. I don't, well, not if he cool. does, it's absolutely ridiculous. So you'll pay his
1: year salary next year if he does. <laughs>
5: yeah, zero he said, chance. Not, he
1: said he's not getting any trouble.
0: He said there is zero winning for what you just did to me. Now I either look like a wuss or I defied the rules. You fucked me over here, basically, is what well, he said. Right. a situation he couldn't weasel his way out of,
5: huh? Oh, geez, thanks, bud. Oh, yeah, well. Does he know you're reading his text live on air, too? Oh, well, you're right. I don't know if he knows <laughs> that. Are you allowed to
0: read their oh, words yeah. on there? No. Oh, yeah. I'm Can't quoting you now. I'll stop. I'm <laughs> the show now. I
5: will stop. I apologize. So how problem. did you find out? How did you find out about this? Were you not supposed to find out? Yeah. No, yeah, I got calls from people. Said, hey. You mean like people from ESPN have said, hey, we're not having anybody on your show? No, no,
0: no. Representatives of people. Hey, this was okay. information. You know what I mean? Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah. Confusing. Don't know why.
0: It's well, business related. I, yeah. I, I knew. I was. I do feel. Why, bad because about you're. Ariel was. The- he's not
1: going to get trouble for that.
0: Plus, Ariel, come on. Well, you you know was AJ's fault. About.
1: It wasn't your fault. So
0: you're right. It was AJ, and yeah. clearly we have video evidence of this. Hey, I mean? guess I count that as a point A.J., right? 10-7. Yeah. yeah.
2: Attaboy, A.J. <laughs> Over area,
0: I'll find it's, it's true. Let's go to James in Texas. What's going <laughs> on, James? Hey, how you seven. doing, Barton, boys? Hey, not too shabby. I mean, how are you? Doing good, man. Hey, I had
4: a quick theory about Jack Easterby, man. Oh. Bob McNair. Oh, so you think Bob McNair came down and talked to his son, Kyle, and said, man, now that I'm gone, we need a warden around here, and they went and got Jack Easterby out of, out of,
0: out of the Patriots to be the Patriots of the South. Makes sense. And oh, That
2: might be it right there. And if he's coming down, God probably told him. Yeah. There's a chosen one right there. Right there. Thanks for that
0: call there. I like that theory there. Let's go to Mark in Kansas City. What's going on over there, Mark? We had breaking
3: boys, what's mm. up? Oh. How's this feel-good Friday, man?
0: Hey, not too shabby. We appreciate you, bud. How are you doing over there?
3: Appreciate you. I'm phenomenal, man, making this the best Friday in the history of Fridays. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Let's go, right. dude. Hey, I got a question, man. I need you to answer it. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay's been talking all this shit post-Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. You know, we make moves. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay talks about it first thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Are we just going to dog walk the NFL next year and my Chiefs go 17-0? and I mean...
0: Okay, great question there. There is some breaking news out of Kansas City. Um, Tom Pellicero, the Arrow, is reporting that Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes' contract, like many, has automatic conversion language that allows the team to convert salary or bonuses to a signing bonus at any time to create cap space. It's anticipated Kansas City will do that in the coming days, as almost every team is doing right now. This voidable years thing that is being used by... Every single salary cap person that is in any bit of trouble right now is genius. I'd assume at some point there's going to be a rule change about this in the future. But whenever you're Patrick Mahomes and you have a 10-year deal, there's a lot of maneuvering of signing bonuses and money that you can move in there for the next decade. That deal is locked in through the next CBA. So, I mean, there is a lot of potential movement for that thing. He's saving them some money. They'll continue to be able to build, I'd assume, and continue to keep players. Good for Kansas City. Good for Patrick Mahomes who inevitably is going to get a half a billion dollars, but when's he going to get that money? How's he going to get that money? That's being figured out right now by the people with big old fucking brains in Kansas City.
5: This isn't going to be the last time that he has to restructure. Like, no, he's not taking any money away from him. just moving it around to try to, to play with the cap. Like, I don't know. The cap feels it's unbelievable because no one's going to come in over the cap on March 17th when the official start of the league year happens, but everyone's got to find a way to get there. I don't know. It just doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like it's a thing. Yeah, it's just... It's fake money. It's play money. Well, th- especially with this voidable years thing. This voidable years thing is awesome. We talked to
0: Ian Rappaport about it. I guess these teams will have to pay this off eventually. Mm-hmm. But if the league goes on forever, can't you just continue to... Get your yeah. hand down the road. And then at- inevitably, at some point, you're going to run into it, which is, I guess, what the Saints are running into right now, where they've had to cut five people and they go from $90 million over to under because they could have never expected for the salary cap to drop $15.5 million from last year to this year. It's very interesting interesting kind of watching the way people are getting under the salary cap and Ian Rappaport said that they all have to be under by Wednesday so he thinks these next stretch of days that Jake Glazer reported this as well yeah really. things are going to start happening here whenever they have to uh figure out the house
1: yeah uh unfortunately a lot of teams are very very high over the salary cap so they are going to have to be <laughs> cutting players to get under the cap when the new league year starts on Wednesday
0: That was despicable.
1: What do you mean? That's he tweeted that.
0: What you just did right there, probably going to end our relationship with any Fox people. Oh, too. No. I don't know. That was an
2: unbelievable impression.
0: That well, what this, was that? that. That was a great impression. How was that disrespectful? No, listen. What you there was a couple little. Additives, I believe. Like, you know how, like what? There was just a couple of things you slipped in there to add that thing to, maybe emphasize some things that you have noticed about our friend Jay Glazer with the three-piece suit on it, and it felt like you were really hammering those home, is what I'm saying. No,
1: yeah, he tweeted that verbatim. What I did he say? say? Uh, listen, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but teams are going to have to cut several players to get under the salary cap number. See, come, you did it again. Wednesday of the new league year, you did it again. I know it's shocking. I know it's a bloodbath. God be with them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's so funny, AJ? You all right? The God be with him. I hope that was in the tweet. Well, Jack Easterby, you know. Yeah. Jack Easterby right. he was still a part of everything we're a part of here. Let's go to Michael in Newport. What's going on, Michael? Hey,
3: what's going on,
0: man? Well, just fucking burning bridges one by one as we go here. <laughs> Honestly, what do you want to talk about, pal? Hey, just, just Is Lou Holtz a cap guy? Great. No. No, 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 no. I, hold on, Michael. I'm sorry. Hey, AJ. Hey, AJ.
5: Can't have it. He's a genius. I thought he may be consult for some teams. He does know. If you need to know how much money uh, we have in the cap space This is
1: disgusting. For Pampers, this- I could tell you, or depends, but outside <laughs> of that, I'm not really sure. That's not my jersey. Michael, I am sorry, okay? I am so sorry that you had to be on the call when that happened.
0: You a legend,
5: Ty. Come on. Man. You will
0: be. Thank you, I AJ. Know. One of my favorite coaches of all time. Stop.
5: Enough. He is. You say, I'm not genuine with the O.H. He can rip up a newspaper and put it back together.
0: A and a bumblebee story is a real one okay mm-hmm. there's no reason a bumblebee should be able to fly but it can and tonight you're gonna fly like a bumblebee its body is way too big for its wings but what i'm saying is wh-
5: enough with what you're doing i see that's what you're doing not how it sounded that's not how it sounded when you told me that story the first time i didn't tell that story ever in any other fashion to you no, please okay. i would All never right. must have been somebody else
0: listen me and lou we're boys. We yes. we attend the same Christmas parties together. Me guy. What's the newspaper story? He ripped that thing apart and did the magic trick. And by the end of it, he folded it and put it all back together because the headlines. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> the headlines were a bunch of bullshit or something like that. But in his roundabout way, yeah, this was huh. this was head coach Lou giving a motivational speech, which he used to do like once or twice a week on the, that network.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That network. Oh yeah, that's right. The, that place, Doctor Lou. No, this is different. I
0: think Dr. Lou was a different segment. He had numerous segments. He did have multiple. The motivational speech was my favorite. It was a pregame speech, Lou. Those were my
1: favorite. I do you remember that segment? That was a good segment. Yeah, I'm
0: sure you enjoyed it. I did. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure. Any Everyone in pitch? America did. Yeah, I'm sure you enjoyed it. That that probably added to this distasteful bullshit that's going on on this Friday out of that table over there. Yep. Whoa. And you hey, too, AJ. Leave me out You too, AJ, what yeah, you've been doing. Unbelievable. Thank you, Beekeeper. You're welcome, <laughs> Michael in Newport. What do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, man. So I trained some of the, uh, the top NFL players and, and MMA fighters out here, and I, we're talking about actually putting it in all of the NFL training camps. Right. And I wanted to see what you thought about that, and if uh, you're ready to jump on board and uh, you know be the uh, be the guru for it.
5: AJ, your thoughts? What's he putting in every camp? I don't. I didn't hear. I didn't listen. Cage, I, I think.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> UFC Cage sounded like an MMA gym. Yeah. Which I good, like that. Good luck getting past Jay Glazer doing that because that's his forte. Has this guy reached out to him? Yet? I have actually seen a lot of NFL
0: guys training with Jay Glazer. <laughs> Me too. And yeah. Chuck Liddell. Yeah. yeah.
1: With an eye of fucking heavy hands.
5: <laughs>
2: Lightning in your fist? What'd you say? And thunder. <laughs> what? Uh. What's wrong, Pat? <laughs> Jay Glazer's a good
0: guy okay? yeah, I know. Everything that is being said About Jay Glazer in here right now is <laughs> Bullshit yeah. The opinions and impressions of the toxic table That have been called upon them by a, uh, An Ohioan okay, yeah, Do not reflect that of the Employer or their peers I've done
2: nothing wrong oh, I do not, not know why don't I'm even. being included
0: Let's go to Dustin in Canada Save us Canada What's going on <laughs>
1: Hey, how are you, Todd, boys? How are we?
0: Not too shabby. Just, I mean, you doing, might as well just mock all of sports at this point with what we're doing here. Jesus. Dustin, what do you want to talk about, pal? About oh, no uh, Mel Kiper. It's,
5: it's actually Dylan, but
1: it's okay. I'm just happy to be on the show.
0: We're great. Hey, you know, we're pumped to have you on, Dustin, yeah. and, and maybe pivot us away from something that is incredibly disrespectful. What do you What do you want to talk about, old Dusty? <laughs>
1: Hey, I just want
0: to <laughs> talk about how uh, you guys don't give Austin Matthews enough credit. Like did anybody see the goal he scored last night? Oh, it's filthy, wasn't it? Hey, he yeah, he scored a hell of a goal there Austin Matthews. Oh, yeah. Had a hell of a celebration there mm-hmm. on the way after as well. Uh, I did see the Toronto Maple Leafs put out a collab with uh, the Beebs. His hold on song, they made a highlight video too and oh, said, really? "I thought the Beebs maybe made a Maple Leaf song." Ooh. And it was not the case. It was his his song he just released just with Maple Leafs highlights. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he should do one though. I, I guess he's a big Maple Leafs fan.
1: Huge. He's not a Canadiens fan.
0: Well, I think he's in Kings.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, he's got a couple uh, teams.
0: Well, he's Justin fucking well, Bieber. Fairly. Oh. and where he's from. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Very fair. Mm-hmm. There's two towns. East and West Conference, totally different.
0: Hold on. What's his song? Hold on. Oh, hold oh. on. Oh. Hold oh. on. Oh. <laughs> we need a hold. Oh. Whoa. And then they got that goal scoring on that video. <laughs> goal. Beebs has some incredible lyrics in that song, though. Oh, like, yeah. real thought-provoking. I'm being serious when I say that. Some thought-provoking shit. He's naming. also hey.
3: sick on the ice. Who, Beebs is? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Rip it up, He's
0: dude. got mitts, dude?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think him and Putin are going to play soon in their Summit Series. <laughs> oh. Who's
0: going to win? What's the score going to be? That's going to be one of those situations where Elvis wants to see the president. and My people need to talk to your people. Yes. Your people need to talk to my people about the rules here. Mm-hmm. Putin, Biebs people will talk to each other. I wonder who will score more there. Biebs will beat the shit
1: out of Putin. Oh, no, yeah. You think Beebs wants any part of fucking Putin's sticky mitts? I don't think so.
0: Listen, Biebs dominated that all-star basketball game for a long time. Yeah, if true. he's going to take down... Vladimir Putin to be the best celebrity hockey player? Mm -hmm. I think Biebs will do it. He'll be sniping top shed, cuz. Easy. You think James Kong will be there? I think James isn't a big hockey guy, but he is in the basketball game. And the hoop that he shoots at seems to be larger than the other side of the court. But you got to – Play the game yeah. as it lies. Dude. Isn't he getting ready for the James Kong Pro-Am Celebrity Tour? I do believe yeah. Jimmy Kong's Celebrity <laughs> Pro-Am Tour yeah. is happening because he does have the documented best score in the history of 18 holes of golf. That's right. James Kong Un, the first, uh, he shot an 18 in a full round of golf over there. It's going to be wow. tough to beat him there. Well, I don't think Beebs is trying the golf thing. I don't think Biebs, but Beebs could get Putin in hockey. I bet yet.
3: you he can swing a stick.
0: Beebs? Mm-hmm. If he wants to, if he needs to go take on James over there, I mean, he will do that next. But right now, it's hockey time, pal. Ohio State's up 14. Let's go! AJ, as we head into this weekend here... O.H., Pat. I know that we have a lot of things to talk about, you know, next week with the frantic free agency that is upon us.
5: It's not really Massacre Week because it goes until the 17th, so it's Massacre Yeah, well, we're we're potentially lied to. You know, legal tampering.
0: Yeah, we got got until Wednesday, there's going to be a lot of shit that's going to pop off, and we'll be here to keep up with it every single day. (laughs) Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. The fact that you guys allow us to spend time with you throughout your days, nights, mornings, whatever it may be, we are incredibly grateful. Another week down here, okay, next week is going to get frantic. Free agency frenzy popping off. Teams cutting players, paying players, tampering, popping off, new faces, new places, new teams, new new steams, new everything going
1: on. Start of March Madness. Let's go, dude. If it doesn't get canceled by COVID.
0: Yeah, COVID seems to be making some moves. Yeah. By the way, also a moment of silence for our ESPN friends that cannot come on the show anymore. Yeah. Moment passed. We'll move along. (laughs) All right. Have a great weekend from all of us to all of you. Thank you so much to all of our guests this week. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your conversation. Uh, We can't wait to be back on Monday. Be a friend. Tell a friend if you enjoyed this show. This has been the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful weekend. Cheers. We appreciate the hell out of you. We'll be